Good morning, Alex and friends. I'm Grace. Today is Monday, December 18th, 2023, and you're listening to Alex's News. In Riverside, we're seeing exceptionally stable temperatures today, with a high of 69.1 degrees and a low of just barely cooler, at 67.9, making for a mild December day. And now, on to our top stories. First up, the latest U.S. climate assessment paints a grim picture, warning of devastating impacts on our lives, the economy, and ecosystems. We'll dive deep into the findings and discuss the implications for policy and personal choices. Also on the docket, a shocking discovery prompts a serious investigation. The FDA is looking into allegations that lead was deliberately added to applesauce pouches. They suspect an economic motive behind this disturbing act. We'll bring you the latest details on this developing story and the responses from manufacturers and health officials. Stay tuned for these stories and more on Alex's News. We're diving straight into a sobering new U.S. climate assessment outlined in the New York Times, and with us is Ethan to discuss the particulars of this top story. Ethan, the findings are quite alarming, aren't they? They certainly are, Grace. This isn't just about data points and future predictions, it's about real-life consequences that are happening now. The assessment is clear that climate change is a current and pressing reality that's affecting all regions of the United States. And when it comes to the health implications, what does the report tell us about the effects we're already seeing? It's a grave situation, Grace. We're experiencing an uptick in heat waves that are not only more frequent but also increasingly intense. This is directly leading to a rise in heat-related illnesses and, unfortunately, deaths. It's not just the heat either, severe hurricanes and storms are causing catastrophic flooding and considerable property damage. That's distressing. Now, could you elaborate on how these changes are impacting people's mental health? Absolutely. The psychological toll is immense. Imagine losing your home, your job, maybe even your whole community due to a disaster. These losses can lead to long-term mental health struggles for many people, and the assessment stresses this often overlooked aspect of climate change. Shifting focus to the economy now, Ethan, what are the economic repercussions highlighted in this report? There's a significant strain on the economy, Grace. The chronic battles with wildfires, hurricanes, and other disasters come with hefty price tags. We're talking about costs for immediate response, recovery, let alone rebuilding infrastructure. It's an enormous financial burden on communities, businesses, and the entire nation. Consequently, this challenges industries that depend on climate stability, multiplying long-term economic impacts. This report isn't just looking at the direct impacts, though. It's talking about the broader ecological picture too, right? Precisely, Grace. We're seeing ecosystems thrown off balance, with rising temperatures shifting precipitation patterns. This not only endangers species and disrupts habitats but also threatens pollination cycles and potentially leads to food scarcities. What we face is a complex web of ecological disruptions with reverberating effects throughout our entire environmental support system. It also brings to light some difficult questions of inequality. Could you touch on how climate change affects various communities differently? Indeed, this is a key part of the conversation. The report underscores that climate change's impacts are not evenly distributed. Vulnerable populations, particularly low-income communities and communities of color, experience the worst of it. They often reside in the most affected areas, struggle with pollution, and lack the resources that are critical for adapting to these changes and for recovery. 
And before we wrap up, Ethan, what actions does this assessment suggest we take in response? The call to action is clear and urgent. We must move towards clean and renewable energy, cut down on greenhouse gas emissions, and prepare communities for resilience. The assessment stresses that we need global cooperation. Climate change isn't a one-country issue, but one that entails a united global front. Thank you for this detailed insight, Ethan. It seems there's a lot for us all to consider and, crucially, to act upon following this latest report. Thank you, Grace. It's definitely a critical moment for policy and action. That was story one of two for today. Stay with us for the next important segment. Chloe, we've been following a concerning story about some applesauce pouches that have been linked to lead poisoning in children. Can you bring us up to speed on the latest developments? Yes, Grace, the situation is quite alarming. The FDA is currently investigating three brands of applesauce pouches Wanabana, Schnucks, and Weiss. All have initiated a recall specifically on their cinnamon-flavored purees due to concerns about lead contamination. Lead contamination is serious. What exactly spurred this recall? Well, it began when four children in North Carolina were discovered to have elevated blood lead levels. The common denominator turned out to be consumption of these applesauce products. Following this, the FDA started digging deeper into the source of the contamination which led them to look at the cinnamon supplier, an Ecuadorian company named Negasmart. How widespread is this problem? Are there other products that could be affected? The FDA suspects there could be more products out there containing the same contaminated cinnamon. They are coordinating with Ecuadorian authorities to uncover if any other exports to the U.S. contain the tainted ingredient. I heard that there's a suspicion that this wasn't an accident. Could you elaborate on that? Yes, the concern here is the motive behind the contamination. The FDA suggests that the lead might have been deliberately added, potentially as a way for companies to reduce manufacturing costs and sell the products at higher prices, an economically motivated adulteration. Has there been any progress on identifying how the lead got into the applesauce? The investigation is ongoing, but so far, they've linked the contaminated pouches to a manufacturing facility in Ecuador. The deputy commissioner for human foods at the FDA, Jim Jones, mentioned that they're considering this to be an intentional act, but they're still trying to pinpoint who in the supply chain might be responsible. And what has been the response from the FDA to this crisis? They've been proactive, Grace. Since December 11th, the FDA has received 65 reports of adverse events, all in children under 6. Both the FDA and the CDC are working hard on this. Families are advised to throw away any of the recalled applesauce pouches and to seek medical attention if they're concerned about potential lead exposure. Speaking of lead exposure, could you remind our listeners just why lead is so dangerous, particularly in children? Certainly, lead is toxic, and there is no safe level of exposure. For children, it can cause damage to the brain and nervous system, behavioral issues, and a lower IQ. Adults aren't spared either. Lead exposure can cause kidney damage, cardiovascular problems, and complications during pregnancy. And there's been word that these pouches are still being found in stores? That's correct. Reports have surfaced that despite the recall, these contaminated pouches have been spotted on Dollar Tree store shelves in several states, amplifying concerns. Well, I'm sure parents everywhere will be keeping a close eye on this investigation. Thank you for that thorough update, Chloe. Happy to provide the information, Grace. Let's certainly hope for a swift and thorough resolution for the sake of public health.
Good morning, I'm, your name, and here are some other headlines we have for you this morning. 1. Homeowners are feeling the financial pinch as insurance premiums rise in response to the mounting threats of climate change. Wildfires and severe storms, now more frequent and intense, are ramping up the costs of insuring properties, leaving many to grapple with the economic fallout. 2. Recovery efforts are underway along the East Coast after a powerful storm wreaked havoc, bringing with it floods, toppled trees, and widespread power outages. The storm's impact was further felt with significant travel disruptions including a slew of flight cancellations and school closures. 3. In what's being hailed as a groundbreaking move, Pope Francis has sanctioned blessings for same-sex unions, albeit with the specific provision that they not mimic traditional marriage rights. This bold step signals a considerable shift in the Catholic Church's stance towards LGBTQ individuals. 4. The pressing issue of climate migration is taking center stage, with millions now compelled to seek new homes in the face of unrelenting floods. This exodus underscores the pressing need for adaptive strategies and robust policies to manage the increasing flow of climate migrants. 5. And in consumer news, the evolving landscape of retail sees self-checkout systems consistently edging into the shopping experience. Despite a mix of reactions from buyers, these systems are transforming, challenging both retailers and consumers to adapt to this new facet of service. On a more uplifting note, the city of Bogota is being highlighted for its exceptional care of those who dedicate their time to helping others. This story shines a spotlight on the city's initiatives to support the pillars of its community, a heartening example of gratitude and encouragement for altruism in action. Stay tuned for more details on these stories throughout the day. That's all we have for now. Today's episode was made by Alexander King with GPT-4, GPT-3.5 Turbo, the Perplexity API, and the Google Cloud Text-to-Speech API. I hope you have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow, Alex.